Today in Security from Wired. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Today in Security from Wired. Missouri threatens to sue a reporter who flagged a security flaw. The governor warned that he would take legal action against a journalist who identified a vulnerability that exposed teachers' social security numbers. By John Brodkin, Ars Technica. Missouri Governor Mike Parson last week threatened to prosecute and seek civil damages from a St. Louis Post-Dispatch journalist who identified a security flaw that exposed the social security numbers of teachers and other school employees, claiming that the journalist is a hacker and that the newspaper's reporting was nothing more than a political vendetta and an attempt to embarrass the state and sell headlines for their news outlet. The Republican governor also vowed to hold the Post-Dispatch accountable for the supposed crime of helping the state find and fix a security vulnerability that could have harmed teachers. The issue was discovered in a website maintained by the state's Department of Elementary and Secondary Education, or DESE, DESE. Despite Governor Parson's surprising description of a security report that normally wouldn't be particularly controversial, it appears that the Post-Dispatch handled the problem in a way that prevented harm to school employees, while encouraging the state to close what one security professor called a mind-boggling vulnerability. Josh Renault, a Post-Dispatch web developer who also writes articles, wrote in a report published last week that more than 100,000 social security numbers were vulnerable in a web application that allowed the public to search teacher certifications and credentials. The social security numbers of school administrators and counselors were also vulnerable. Though no private information was clearly visible nor searchable on any of the web pages, the newspaper found that teachers' social security numbers were contained in the HTML source code of the pages involved, the report said. The Post-Dispatch seems to have done exactly what ethical security researchers generally do in these situations, give the organization with the vulnerability time to close the hole before making it public. The newspaper delayed publishing this report to give the department time to take steps to protect teachers' private information and to allow the state to ensure no other agency's web applications contained similar vulnerabilities, the article said. The news report was published one day after the department removed the affected pages from its website. As of this writing, the DESI Educator Credentials Checker was down for maintenance. According to the governor, journalists tried to harm Missourians. Parson described the journalist as a perpetrator who took the records of at least three educators, decoded the HTML source code, and viewed the social security number of those specific educators in an attempt to steal personal information and harm Missourians. Major web browsers include options such as view source or view page source to look at a web page's HTML, so anything in that code is easily available. The initial post-dispatch article didn't go into detail about how the social security numbers were obtained from HTML source code, but a follow-up article about Parsons' legal threats last week said that the teacher's social security numbers were present in the publicly visible HTML source code of the pages involved. The numbers weren't available in plain text, but were easily converted, the Post-Dispatch continued. 
The data on Desi's website was encoded but not encrypted, said Saji Khan, a cybersecurity professor at the University of Missouri-St. Louis, and that's a key distinction. No one can view encrypted data without the specific decryption key used to hide the data. But encoded just means the data is in a different format and can be relatively easily decoded and viewed. Anybody who knows anything about development and the bad guys are way ahead can easily decode that data, Khan said on Thursday. The governor notified prosecutor of crime against teachers. Parsons spoke last week at a press conference regarding the data vulnerability and the state's plan to hold perpetrators accountable, and he posted a condensed version of his remarks on Facebook. It is unlawful to access encoded data and systems in order to examine other people's personal information, and we are coordinating state resources to respond and utilize all legal methods available. My administration has notified the Cole County prosecutor of this matter. The Missouri State Highway Patrol's Digital Forensic Unit will also be conducting an investigation of all those involved, he said. Parson went on to say that state law allows us to bring a civil suit to recover damages against all those involved. He cited Missouri Code 569.095, which classifies tampering with computer data as a Class A misdemeanor. Parson continued, Nothing on Desi's website gave permission or authorization for this individual to access teacher data. This individual is not a victim. They were acting against a state agency to compromise teachers' personal information in an attempt to embarrass the state and sell headlines for their news outlet. We will not let this crime against Missouri teachers go unpunished, and we refuse to let them be a pawn in the news outlet's political vendetta. Not only are we going to hold this individual accountable, but we will also be holding accountable all those who aided this individual and the media corporation that employs them. Parson further claimed that the incident may cost Missouri taxpayers up to $50 million and divert workers and resources from other state agencies, though that number might be inflated by Parson trying to turn a simple report of a security vulnerability into a criminal hacking case. Blaming the messenger. Despite focusing at length on the messenger instead of the problem caused by the state's poor security practices, Parson then said that the state is owning its part by fixing the problem and strengthening its security. But he quickly pivoted back to blaming the news organization, saying, We will not rest until we clearly understand the intentions of this individual and why they were targeting Missouri teachers. What they did is beyond unethical. We apologize to the hardworking Missouri teachers who now have to wonder if their personal information was compromised for pathetic political gain by what is supposed to be one of Missouri's news outlets. We value our teachers, and it is unfortunate that we have been put in the middle of this. But rest assured, we will not stop until we get them the assistance they need, ensure their information is secure, and get justice by holding those responsible accountable. Immediately after finishing that statement, Parson walked away from the podium and took no questions. Parson's threats got the attention of the Missouri Independent, which published a story titled, Missouri Governor Vows Criminal Prosecution of Reporter Who Found Flaw in State Website. The blame game began even before Parson's press conference, as last week's Post-Dispatch report said. In the letter to teachers, Education Commissioner Margie Van Dieven said, an individual took the records of at least three educators, encrypted the source code from the web page, and viewed the Social Security number, SSN, of those specific educators. In reality, the Post-Dispatch discovered the vulnerability and confirmed that the nine-digit numbers were indeed Social Security numbers. The paper then told the department that it had confirmed the vulnerability with three educators and a cybersecurity expert. The Post-Dispatch story included the paper's attorney's response to the state's accusations. 
The reporter did the responsible thing by reporting his findings to Desi so that the state could act to prevent disclosure and misuse. Post-dispatch attorney Joseph Martineau wrote in the statement, A hacker is someone who subverts computer security with malicious or criminal intent. Here, there was no breach of any firewall or security and certainly no malicious intent. For Desi to deflect its failures by referring to this as hacking is unfounded. Thankfully, these failures were discovered. Parsons' definition of hacker is quite broad as he claimed that a hacker is someone who gains unauthorized access to information or content. Under Missouri law, a person commits the offense of tampering with computer data if he or she knowingly and without authorization accesses, takes, and examines personal information without permission, Parsons said. This data was not freely available and had to be converted and decoded in order to be revealed. A mind-boggling flaw, the Post-Dispatch also spoke with Professor Kahn for its initial story on the vulnerability. We have known about this type of flaw for at least 10, 12 years, if not more, Kahn told the newspaper in an email. The fact that this type of vulnerability is still present in the Desi web application is mind-boggling. Unfortunately, these types of flaws and poor design choices are more common than we'd like, Kahn also wrote. Local and state governments across the country are often still using applications developed many years ago and potentially containing serious security flaws. While the Post-Dispatch apparently confirmed the flaw by looking at just a few employees' records, the article said that state pay records and other data indicate that more than 100,000 Social Security numbers were vulnerable. Local Teachers Union spokesperson Byron Clemens told the Post-Dispatch, We're pretty shocked to hear about the vulnerability exposing teachers' personal data. Clemens praised Desi for taking quick action to remove the affected website, but cautioned, We don't know if anybody's been harmed yet. A follow-up story in the Post-Dispatch pointed out that Parson has often tangled with the state's media outlets over coverage he dislikes, and that after this morning's press conference, he didn't respond to questions that were yelled at him as he retreated into his office. Missouri Press Association attorney Gene Manneke was quoted as saying, There is not a solid basis to suggest the Post-Dispatch did anything wrong. The story simply points out that government dropped the ball. It is to the public's benefit that this information be out there to protect sensitive information. Manneke also said that Parsons' tactic of threatening legal action, even when there is no basis for it, was often used by the Trump administration to intimidate reporters. She added, I am not aware of any time a public official has sued a member of the media for something like this and had a successful lawsuit. Missouri House Minority Leader Crystal Quaid, Democrat Springfield, said that instead of falsely blaming the St. Louis Post-Dispatch for a hacking that never happened, Governor Parson should thank the paper for uncovering a serious flaw in a state website that exposed the personal information of more than 100,000 Missouri educators. One Republican state legislator, Representative Tony Lavasco of St. Charles County, also criticized Parson. It's clear the governor's office has a fundamental misunderstanding of both web technology and industry standard procedures for reporting security vulnerabilities. Journalists responsibly sounding an alarm on data privacy is not criminal hacking, Lavasco wrote on Twitter. Post-Dispatch publisher Ian Casso said, We stand by our reporting and our reporter, who did everything right. It's regrettable the governor has chosen to deflect blame onto the journalists who uncovered the website's problem and brought it to Desi's attention. In a statement on its website, the state government said it is unaware of any misuse of individual information or even whether information was accessed inappropriately outside of this isolated incident. Like the governor, the Desi described the person who reported the vulnerability as a hacker instead of as a newspaper journalist. 
The statement also provides some information on the web application that exposed social security numbers, but didn't say exactly how the entire nine-digit numbers were exposed in HTML. In the process of verifying an educator's information, the last four digits of an educator's SSN can be used in the certification search tool as a piece of unique information to identify the appropriate educator, the statement said. If educators have the same name, for example, LEAs, local education agencies, can use the last four digits of the educator's SSN to be sure the LEA is viewing the correct information for the appropriate educator. The statement said the vulnerability did not allow all 100,000 social security numbers to be accessed at once and that they were available only on an individual basis. The search tool was launched in 2011. Since then, OAITSD, Office of Administration Information Technology Services Division has done a number of vulnerability scans on its web application that contains this information, and those scans did not yield any concerns or potential threats, the state said. But after the flaw was reported, the Educator Certification Search tool was disabled immediately by removing public access to the system and updating the code to repair the vulnerability. The DESI said it is still in the early stages of investigation. Like what you learned? Subscribe everywhere you listen to podcasts and get more security news at wired.com security. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you. With professional-grade industrial supplies, count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.